everyone and welcome to another week of Talking Body. This week has been crazy and when I mean crazy I mean stressful and just hella mad. (laughs) I have just started my emergency rotation for my graduate year. Um, There's lots of learning to go into it, there's lots to absorb so this week was just hectic with learning and trying to knuckle down everything however nursing is an ongoing learning experience an ongoing learning curve so every single day I will be learning especially in the emergency department I had an orientation last Monday which just kind of toured the hospital and showed me kind of what we do in ED and things like that And then the next two days I had um, supernumerary shifts, which is where you're kind of buddied up with the nurse and you go along with your day, you go along with the nurse and they kind of show you what it is that they do and you help out and yeah, you kind of just learn on the first three days and then last day of the week I was all on my own. It was me, it was the big big nurse me who was looking after patients on my own so yes the first week was very hectic lots of learning lots to absorb but I'm I'm actually quite excited Um, I'm excited for change I'm excited for a new experience I'm excited for a new area Um, I think it's going to be really good however it's going to be very hard too so I'm going to try and give you guys as much information about my journey as well as um episodes and different topics um today's topic anyway we should get into it um today's topic is going to be about anxiety anxiety in our 20s and how to manage panic attacks I thought this was quite relevant because a lot of people around me are really struggling at the moment with anxiety especially myself um And I've had a few people as well that have been struggling with panic attacks or have never experienced a panic attack before um, or don't know what it is um, or it could be their first time experiencing one or you could be someone who experiences them all the time or has experienced them quite frequently. Um, I'm someone who has experienced a panic panic attack so it can be quite frightening. You literally feel like you're going to die. Um, it's so overwhelming and so many hormones and so many things are happening all at once and it can be quite frightening. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about anxiety, stress and obviously panic attacks um, in this episode. So that's what this episode is going to be about. Alrighty, let's get straight into it now. Um, like I said, anxiety in our 20s and just stress in general in general can be hella mad can be like crazy especially in our 20s um during our 20s our brains are so stimulated and full of decisions expectations responsibility and it can be really overwhelming from study to work life to who we want to be to dating and being in a relationship to being successful to being independent to making money to expanding our social network the list goes on but how we manage it all and what we can do to make it better and what can we do to make it better. Uh, Our 20s can be really crazy um, and it's 
we're basically just deciding like what we want to do with our lives and who we want to be so I feel like a lot of decision making and a lot of questions and a lot of unanswered questions it can be you know it can everything's just thrown at you all at once it's like you 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 go through your teen years you finish high school and you're like oh my gosh we finally finished high school but then we're like oh my gosh there's just so much learning to still do like we thought that high school was hard you know (laughs) our 20s are the years where we sort through and filter out most in life so our 20s is probably in a way the most stressful because so many like I said so many things are happening you know so many different things and it's all at once our 20s aren't just for fun but it is our pivotal time in life where a lot of change is experienced and so much change all at once like I said our 20s is where we start to become independent grow and figure out who we want to be um or become and that's just so overwhelming with emotions and just trying to figure out everything is just it can be really stressful anxiety can be so overwhelming that it can lead to panic attacks which is a very common response reaction to an intense amount of anxiety it is so common um it is something that we don't always talk about um just mental health in general um a lot of people think still these days i know in modern society that if you're dealing with an immense amount of anxiety or mental health related you know it's just still not seen as something that is very common to deal with and same with like going to therapy or something like gosh I'd go there just for a chat (laughs) most days to be honest like um you know therapy doesn't have to be something that's so overwhelming and something that's you know scarce or something that we should be doing it's you know it's just it's just a way of life sometimes it's just like a routine thing to do just to have a chat um just have a debrief and it's actually really healthy and it's considered quite healthy I don't know why it's always been considered a bad thing or it means you have something wrong with you it definitely doesn't mean that um dealing with your emotions and learning how to manage them is probably the most healthiest thing that you can do for yourself and it is the most healthiest thing that can move towards a good relationship with yourself and developing a love for yourself like it's it's something that's so pivotal coping in your 20s I'm just going to go through a few couple tips um, about how we can cope in our 20s. Just just a really large list of things that I've found helpful and things that, you know, can really help you out coping in these pivotal years of your 20s. Um, first one, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, when we're young... And we're always making decisions, whether they're right or wrong, it doesn't matter. We find that we tend to be our hardest on ourselves um, during our 20s because, you know, we're so scared of rejection or making the wrong decision. And we shouldn't be looking at that as well as scary as it is. We should just be thinking, okay, just give yourself a little bit more grace. Once again, you know, things get hard in life. Things can be a struggle we just need to be aware and we just need to learn to not be so hard on ourselves another one that comes under that is forgive yourself if you do make the wrong decision or you feel like you're going down the wrong track or you're doing all the wrong things you know forgive yourself you have time you're so young um forgiving yourself is such a good 
aspect and such a good thing to learn. Um, it will really help you continue to grow and move forward with yourself and just in life in general if you just buddy forgive yourself. Take sorry, take time to figure yourself out. Learn to get to know yourself. Take yourself on trips. Take yourself on dates. Spend time with yourself. Um, once again, I will continuously say this all the time. Spending time with yourself is how you get to know yourself the best. Um, and it is the best way to gain independence and it is the best way to not feel so lonely either is just to put yourself make yourself sit with yourself and your thoughts and your feelings um instead of brushing them off or instead of not dealing with things like really just taking time for yourself um will benefit you in the best of ways being single i know this is a weird point that i've put down there obviously if you're in a relationship or whatever this isn't for you but like for people that are single just to look at it as a good thing um definitely not downpouring on the people that are in relationships obviously good on you you found your person that's really great but this is probably more for people that are single being see don't like rush your singleism <laughs> like if that's even a word um this is such a great time to spend on your own um being single can actually help you decide what you want what you like and what you would actually like when you eventually decide that you want to be in a relationship there is no rush this time will be the best time in your life being single because you can do whatever you want and I'm not saying that when you're in a relationship you can't do whatever you want but you just learn so much more about yourself and you will know exactly what you want when the time is right and I definitely preach that I'm definitely taking this on board myself I exciting news I have I am planning a trip to Europe and Croatia next year I'm so excited and I'm going on I'm going on my own I am going on my own I'm so excited it is such a big leap for me such a leap of fucking faith excuse my language um I'm so excited. Um, I think it's going to be so beneficial. I really think that I need it. And yeah, I'm so excited. So if this is a sign, if you've been wanting to go on a trip by yourself, do it. You're going to have the best of time. You're going to meet so many people. Um, Don't get me wrong. I would have loved to go with a friend. um, And you never know, like I might have a friend that meets me over there or um, I might spend time with it for like a week or something like that, Um, whatever. And that's cool. But yeah take advantage of going on your own like I feel like you will learn so much and it'll be the best of fun the three s's I would like to discuss this is the next point the three s's for me these this is the three s's that I've made up for myself self-awareness self-expression and self-reflection these are things that I have really focused on for the last four years yeah I'd say four now um, the three S's, self-awareness, self-expression and self-reflection are so important to me and they have helped me grow so much. Self-awareness, you know, just genuinely being aware of other people's boundaries, of your own boundaries and just being self-aware of how you act and how you treat people because if you want to teach people how to treat you, you got to teach people 
you got to treat people the exact same that you want to be treated. It's like that Bible verse um, or something in the Bible where it says like teach people how you want to be treated but like teach people – yeah, teach people – I'm just getting muddled up with my words now but ultimately – treat people how you want to be treated um and yeah just be self-aware of your actions and like if you want to improve on something just be more self-aware of how you can act in it next time or how you can grow from the situation self-expression learning to express your emotions um learning to talk not only to yourself but others learning to express whatever's on your mind learning to be vulnerable learning to grieve learning to move through the emotions and motions of the ocean um just yeah just learning to express sometimes we shut ourselves off for so long we don't actually know what it is to express ourselves or even just to tell someone that we love how important they are to them and I think that's the most important thing the more that you learn to self-express the more you are able to open up to the people that you really care about and that's what's most important at the end of the day like we love the people that we have and opening up to them is the most important as well as opening up to ourselves self-reflection self-reflection is the other one it kind of I guess comes under self-awareness but just really reflecting on how much you've grown how much you can progress um yeah just reflecting what you've done good and what you've done well and what you might want to improve on um reflecting on situations that you've put yourself in and just you know wondering how you could react or how you could implement that situation or experience into your next connection or into your next approach into something is really important next point pick your people have a supportive circle I'll always say this over and over again your people are very important your support network is really important and if some of the people that you have surrounding you aren't serving you in the right way then remove yourself whether that is just slowly fading out or if that's directly having a conversation with the person that is up to you Focus on fitness that is good for your physical and mental health. I'm having a weird time with my fitness journey at the moment. So I'm not full on weight training as I used to be as much as I enjoy it. Um, I've taken a step back at the moment just so I can, you know, get with nature a bit more and going on walks and doing Pilates or going on runs or things like that just to really uplift my spirit a bit more and just getting an overall um health experience I guess just like really just looking after and caring for myself um weight training consistently and doing when you've been doing it for such a long time it can be quite draining and it can um you just need a little bit of a change um as much as I will continue doing it and I still am it's just nice to focus on something that really is good for your physical and mental health and the gym is very good for my mental health it is something that you know kind of keeps me sane um but in saying that depending on your lifestyle when your lifestyle starts to change you need to start implementing things that can work consistently around your life so I've just learned to change a few things and 
if that's you know going for walks every day or going down to the beach and having a walk every second day or going to Pilates if that's something that you can work in your schedule just moving your body in any way that you can um, will really benefit your physical and mental health whether you know it's just a stretch or yoga whatever it is just do something that's really going to make you feel good at the end of the day find what helps you release mentally for me that is definitely the gym um it is also going on long strolls um in nature it is listening to music for me it is spending time with family and friends but most of all for me to release it's to be on my own it is to have that time on my own doing something on my own um especially when I'm really just trying to de-stress myself I have to be in the zone doing something on my own whether that is in the gym with my headphones on whether that is me going for a walk down the beach with my headphones on and not having anyone bother me it's just so I can sit with my thoughts it's so I can release whatever's happening and it's so I can just kind of focus on me find what makes you happy find finding what makes you happy at the end of the day that's all that's all what we are trying to achieve is just finding what makes you happy build on what makes you feel passionate and most happy once again coming under what makes you happy what do you what are you passionate about question these things in your 20s um question what makes you happy and what makes you passionate and strive towards that work towards that if you're finding that you don't really know what your purpose is or you don't know what to do in life or you don't know what career path to take what is your passion and do more of it like honestly it's it can be so simple to say but also it can be so hard to do so I encourage you to just do what makes you feel more passionate at the end of the day learn to say no to people this kind of comes under you know picking your people um but also don't feel discouraged to say no you know if you're having a really busy day or for example me last weekend I had to cancel on my best friend sorry Lauren um because I was feeling a little bit under the pump and I just needed to get ready for the week especially moving into a new department so you know just say no just say look sorry another week another day and it's fine if they don't understand that well are they really your friends probably not budget plan to help with savings and financial stress educate yourself on finances budget planning I do it but sometimes it goes out the window but however I do like to stick to some kind of plan um it really has helped me with my savings it's helped me understand um finances and it's really helped me with my financial stress the last thing that you want to be doing is feeling stressed out about what you can and can't do um it's good to have a budget plan it's good to know how much you're putting away and how much you can spend for the week um I feel like it really makes me less stressed some people don't like to budget plan people are very not that way inclined but for me I like to make sure especially because I get paid fortnightly that's just how it is um I like to make sure that I have you know enough for like groceries bills um rent fortnightly I want to make sure that I I'm covered for that entire fortnight that's just what I like to do I don't know what others like to do but that's just me 
read more and listen to inspirational podcasts instead of constantly binge watching TV like this one. Listen to this podcast. (laughs) Um, But no, so important. I love listening to podcasts. As you know, I've created one um, and I love to read. At the moment, I am reading... um, I can't remember what they call it. I think it's a core or a tour. Oh, God. Um, It's a book series. It's by... It's literally on my bookshelf. Sarah J. Maz. I think that's how you explain it. Anyway, she's she does like all the court series books on... It's like fantasy. She does um, Crescent City series if anyone's read that. But they're really good so far. I'm on the second book and I'm really keen to finish them because they're just so good. So there's a little book recommendation for you. Maybe I should do that like every, well not every episode because I can't really get through an entire book every week. But maybe every now and then I'll recommend a book to everyone. Oh, I've got one right now actually. I do recommend, I think I've said it before and I think I might have even done an episode on it. The Neuroscience of Self-Love. Good book um, and a good gift actually. Yeah, um. It's a good book um it's very uh educational as well but yeah that and the other series perfect um be out in nature more and get more vitamin d ground your feet grounding if nobody knows what that is it's literally just putting your feet barefoot on nature so good especially on the sand at the beach during the summer so good um i feel like everyone in winter has been hibernating they haven't been doing that but yes do it it's really good invest in your health nutrition food gym membership therapy appointments whatever it is highly recommend and i just i just mean in general like invest in yourself i know that sometimes people will be stretching a little bit with income or might not be earning as much um but with what you can really really manage to invest in yourself it will honestly be the best thing ever last year I invested myself into a PT for the first time it was the best thing I've ever done and when you think about if you're someone who likes to go out a lot on the weekend if you think about how much money you would spend on alcohol and how much money you would spend on entry just to enter places. Think about all that money that could be going towards groceries, good food for yourself, um, therapy appointments, if that's something that you really need, medications. Like there's just there's just so many things. And the prices of just entering somewhere these days is just crazy. I went to a club a couple of weeks ago for the first time in I don't know how long a long time they charged me 40 bucks to enter yep I'm I'm silent right now I was gobsmacked and you're probably wondering why the hell did I enter in the end well all of my friends were in a line and yeah I'm not going to get into the details but yes I was a bit mad after that because there was a lot of money to get into somewhere where I could have spent that money elsewhere so this is what I mean in investing in yourself and I'm not saying you can't go out for casual drinks with your friends my gosh I love going out with my girls for a drink and whatnot but sometimes there is just more important things than uh and that comes under budget budgeting there's just more important things than spending and 
spilling your money up a wall um if that's even the right word to use um than investing in yourself Invest in activities, fun outings once a week or every two weeks to help break up the consistent routine and to get those feel-good endorphins running again. Me and my best friend, Lauren, literally have a list. I have it on my wall right now and I'm looking at it and it's called the Anti-Depression Fun List. We invented this list because we were both getting into a rut a couple months ago and we wanted to make sure that we made time in that week or fortnight and planned to actually do things even not just on the weekend but during the week so if we both had finishing at similar times at work like we'd go bowling after or you know just breaking up that week a little bit so we didn't feel like we were doing the same thing over and over again and just you know our brains are just getting a little bit not so stimulated and things that you just kind of in a bit of a rut so that's what we kind of made or that we have in place to kind of help us get out of that and it's so good because like if we don't know what to do one week or one day we're like we just go back to our list and think of things that we've done that we haven't done yet and we just tick it off so good um next one avoid pacifiers distractions stimulus that makes you feel like shit for example endless scrolling on social media drinking binge watching tv um smoking whatever it may be things that make you feel like shit but you keep doing it anyway because it's giving you that constant stimulus like stimuli and it's making you know it's easy and um sometimes it's good to break that to get into a good routine and good habit and don't get me wrong I know what it's like like I'm sitting here binge watching Jane the Virgin at the moment for the last couple days after work because I've just been so exhausted and the one thing I want to do is fall asleep to Jane the Virgin so (laughs) I totally understand the days where you do just feel like doing that and honestly go your hardest if that's what you want to do but if you're if it's starting to become a continuous thing and you're getting into a bit of a rut and you're genuinely feeling shit about yourself maybe breaking some of those habits and starting to implement other things will be better for you and I'll talk about that in the next couple points coming up <laughs> um, the next one treat people how to treat you I said this a little bit earlier as well set boundaries Stop asking people for advice on your life and stop the feeling of needing to explain yourself. So in order to treat people how to treat you, you want to set boundaries and you want to stop asking advice from multiple different people and you want to stop having to explain yourself because at the end of the day, you don't need to. You are the person who determines who has access to your life and your decisions. You make the decisions at the end of the day and you are the one who gives access to your life. The sooner you start to let people know that you don't that they don't have access to your life and your decision making and your time, the better your self-love will be. If you don't set a standard at the end of the day, they will. Okay? If you don't set that standard, they will automatically know or they'll just automatically treat you how they want to treat you 
and not the other way around. And last one, less is more. Oh, sorry, this isn't the last one. <laughs> God, um, less is more with boundary setter, setting. I know that some people like to, you know, set oh, like a big list of boundaries. I'm a little bit like that <laughs> at times, but honestly, less is more. If you're just straight to the point, um, it's less complicated. It's less stressful. And, you know, for example, I don't know, you have a boyfriend and I don't know, let's just say family dinner on a Thursday night is very important to you. And you make that very clear. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything at the time. That was the only point that I could think of. But I'm sure that there are other points of boundary setting that you can think of. Um, next one. Be accountable for yourself. Show others that you respect their boundaries in order to set your own. So be accountable for yourself. You know, if you're sitting there being hypocritical and telling that person or doing things that you wouldn't necessarily do, but then you turn around and then, you know, you do the opposite. Like, it's just a little bit, you know, be accountable for yourself. Pull yourself up on your own shit, you know. As well as you might do for your best mate, like, pull yourself up on your own shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't believe I just, sorry. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Um, and lastly, create a ritual routine for the morning and night before bed. I'm getting back into this, um, trying to set my own routines again, as I've had habit to change recently. Um, I'm trying to create a simple but everyday routine I can implement every morning and night. We should take 20 to 30 minute tops. Like you don't need to take really long to do these things in the morning. It's just so you can uh, get yourself ready and set yourself up for success for the day. Um, This allows me to feel less stressed during the rest of the day and I just feel more accomplished and ready for spontaneity (laughs) oh god I don't even know if I pronounce that right just ready for being a bit more spontaneous knowing I have created stability that's just all it is for me um I'm very much that person that likes to you know spend a little bit of time doing what I need to in the morning or whatever at night and then literally leaving the rest of the day to going to work or not feeling stressed knowing that I haven't done what I've needed to do kind of thing um but yes that is all my points for coping in your 20s at this point (laughs) big long list but they all are really helpful and they've really helped me um but yeah anxiety can get you a lot I've definitely had a few struggles at the moment with my stress and my anxiety so once again, I've just been going through some of those coping strategies. I'm trying to set up a new routine for myself. Um, I feel like I'm constantly adapting and readapting at this point. It's just how it is. It's just how life is at the moment and that is okay. Um, I am lucky at the moment. I haven't experienced a panic attack in quite some time. Um, I get really stressed and my anxiety can get really bad, but I haven't experienced one in quite a long time my first experience was when I was 14 like I said earlier in the episode it was horrible it's always an experience where you feel like you're literally dying um you know your heart's racing you feel like you want to cry you're gasping for air it's just like the worst thing it literally feels like something's wrong with you like it literally feels like you're having a stroke or something I'm sorry this sounds horrible but it's not a nice experience um 
so I feel like it should be something that's spoken about more um you just got to remember that this cannot hurt you it does not harm you you are not in harm's way you are safe and just breathe when I think that's what someone told me and that's what I think about every time it would happen or occur or I feel like it is about to happen I just say to myself you are okay just relax breathe you are safe because you are safe you are safe nothing is going to happen to you right what happens in the brain when experiencing a panic attack hormones such as adrenaline are released from the brain causing your heart to beat faster the body then goes into an extended fight or flight mode response which i think i've discussed in my last week's episode a little bit of into fight and flight but i can always go into more on another episode which is which is the response that occurs in the sympathetic nervous system of the brain when exposed to a threat or to danger of any kind your brain becomes panicked and thinks that you're in danger so the body starts to experience these symptoms of shortness of breath rapid heart rate tense muscles chest pain or tightness sweating trembling dizziness or lightheadedness and the list goes on so that's just kind of like a little bit of an overall or kind of what happens during a panic attack um it definitely mimics other things which is why when people experience it it is very common for people to think that something else is going on which is why a lot of the time you will see a lot of similar presentations in the hospital as well. Um, And it's very normal to go through the emergency department or go into the hospital um, with this presentation um, because it's just, it's just the way that it happens. Um, It's just the way that the brain works. It's just the way that the brain signals, signals these symptoms to the body. It's just what stress does, unfortunately ways to cope during or after usually i like to try and slow down my breathing using nice slow breath work so sometimes when i breathe in i'll hold for like three seconds or five whatever it may be and then i'll breathe out for that period so then i'll breathe out for three and really just like really push that breath out just to really slow down that heart rate as well keep it nice slow yeah secondly i like to listen to listen to a podcast episode that really calms me down specifically for a panic attack um this uh podcast host talks you through um while you're having one i usually listen to it either post pre during whatever it may be um and she talks you through like during the experience um and while you know listening to calm music kind of in the background as well um i also like to discuss or talk through my feelings or at least writing them down if my head feels too compacted and overwhelmed that's something else that i do but a lot of the time i do take like a nice warm bath to kind of slow that sorry i've got the hiccups um to slow that heart rate down as well as like maybe some lit candles or bath salts, you know, something nice to calm the body. Um, 
but yeah I do like to really just slow down the pace of everything um I literally just stop and slow down um and just literally think of nothing else but me and really just investing myself into the situation and what's happening and finding whatever I can that is going to relax and calm me down I I just drop everything whatever I'm doing at the time and I just start to wind down and focus on my breathing focusing on how I'm doing and how I'm feeling and if I need to feel like that I need to get out of what's in my head then I will either speak to someone or I will listen to something write down something whatever is making me feel good at the time um, this podcast episode, by the way, um, during or post panic attack, is called the owning it po- uh, owning it podcast. Um, the episode's called Real Time Rescue for a Panic Attack. It is amazing. My other friend from nursing, one of my friends from nursing school, Courtney, shout out, um, <laughs> gave it to me um, one time. Oh, I don't know how many, it was probably a couple of years ago when I was experiencing one best thing ever. I literally listen to it every single time or every time I'm stressed. It is so good. I wish people would create more things like that. Maybe maybe I should create, create something like that, but such a lifesaver, um, such a good episode. I love just listening to like a coming voice and I think she's from Ireland or something. So like her voice is just like her accent is kind of cool as well, <laughs> but yeah, um, such a good episode thank you Courtney um such a good idea um now I'm just going to go through a little guide to managing stress and post experience and panic attack so a little bit like what I said before like self-care listening to the episode that I said above I might actually put it in um so what I'll do is I'll put it at put it in the write-up of this episode so people can go to it or I'll post it on the Instagram page so people know where to go um, if you're interested in that. So yeah, listening to Owning It podcast or potty or the psychology in your 20s, perfect podcast and perfect um, podcast for this episode, (laughs) psychology in your 20s. It's actually a really good podcast. I've listened to a few, Um, so helpful. Especially if you are in your 20s, honestly, listen to it. So that one's called Psychology in Your 20s or mine. Listen to mine. <laughs> I hope you like mine. Um, you know, light a candle, have a cup of tea, having something warm, um, slow down your breathing, those types of things. Um, breathing exercises. So there's a couple of breathing exercises you can do. The one that I usually do is the is the slow holding and then and then exhaling for the same period of time that you're inhaling if that makes sense um but really just focusing on nothing else but your breathing so a little bit of meditation in there just fully investing in your breathing focusing on that and that is it um talking to someone that you trust about the experience having a debrief I love having debriefs it's good especially when you're really stressed um it's something that I do quite a bit now as well being a nurse um a lot of us nurses will debrief to each other um before we go home it just helps us wind down a bit more when we get home so we're not bringing it all home with us um 
yeah and practicing mindfulness which is kind of comes under you know breathing exercises and things like that um, and seeking professional like a psychologist or a therapist that can help in managing panic panic attacks and extreme symptoms of anxiety I really just want to advocate for that because I know that it can be expensive but it's so worth it and you can get money back on Medicare if you go to your local GP you need a referral for a psychologist okay to get into a psychologist or a or therapist you need to go to your local GP and you need to ask for a mental health plan what will happen is they will get you to answer a list of questions and once you've answered those list of questions they will then put you on a mental health plan and they will make a referral to a psychologist that they think that you will bond well with or that they think would be good for you now I should actually do I should actually do a podcast episode on this I should do a podcast episode about how, how this all works but anyway I'm going to briefly explain what you would do so they'll give you a referral And let me just put out there, if you don't get along with the psychologist or therapist, that is okay. You can always go to another one um, or get another referral to a different one. Um, But yes, so you you go on a mental health plan and usually you have about seven sessions where it will be discounted and you'll get rebate back from Medicare for those seven sessions. And then once you've used that, you can renew renew a mental health plan depending on how long they last for. I think they last for oh, like maybe eight, six to eight months. I'm not quite sure. Um, I'll have to find that out. But after that, you can then renew it again. I cannot stress enough how important it is. And there's so many things out there. And if you really can't afford it, Um, at this point in seeking a psychologist there are so many things that you can go for there's a lot of helplines there's a lot of online things little telehealth consults video chats Um, there's just so many things that you can do at the moment Um, and even just just having a conversation with the GP can be really beneficial as well Um, because they're so good Um, they do a lot of planning and a lot of programming I guess to help you manage certain things like say if you for example if you uh, have been diagnosed with OCD they use therapy to really set you up with routine and to they really I can't even explain it right now I can't even use words but they use therapies to be able to help you manage that issue so they will set you up with like homework or they will implement things in order for you to be able to manage that so it doesn't affect your everyday living so someone with OCD that would probably affect like if they have it chronically that probably it probably affect almost everything that they do a, ther- a psychologist would then help that person to be able to manage things in life so that every little thing isn't stressful. Um, and they use cognitive behavior therapy to be able to do that. And I can go into that in a bit more detail a bit later. But it is very good and I could not recommend enough if that's something that you were interested in. Next point, rest. Rest and sleep is very important. Um, I love my sleep. And recently, I haven't been able to 
sleep very well at all. So I'm learning to manage that also. But rest is best. Rest is best. Sleep is so important because at the end of the day, if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not having enough recovery, that can almost hinder you more than um, anything else. Like anyone says especially if you're an athlete or if you go to the gym lots or if you train lots, getting a good quality sleep at the end of the day will help you recover better, better than anything else really. Yoga, stretching, going to the gym or for a nice walk to release those stress hormones, journaling if that's something that you do or find that helps. Um, if you're finding it hard to deal or express emotions and even writing a letter to yourself or to someone so like writing a letter to yourself if um, that you can I don't know read a bit later on or um, writing a letter to someone that you obviously you'll never send to them or if you want to go for it Um, but just um, practicing expressing through those um, letters you know expressing to yourself and expressing to someone Play feel-good or calming music or a podcast, like I said before. Watch a comedy or watch stand-up. I love watching stand-up when I'm in a bit of a shitty mood. Um, Or a funny podcast episode like um, Cooler Daddy. I have said so many times. I think I ever did an episode on it. I love the Cooler Daddy episode. It can be so funny and it can actually be so beneficial as well. There's actually a few episodes on that podcast about... um, therapists and psychologists and um, therapy as well so if you're interested in that definitely go look up that podcast or the psychology in your 20s or obviously the owning it podcast very good for anxiety um, mental health and therapy if you wanted to get into a bit of that once again being out in nature spending more quality time with family and friends um, creating a new hobby that might be less stressful and allows you to unwind um, or write down a list of things you want to try or places you want to try or even places you want to go. Um, that can be, you know, a really nice um, way to manage stress um, and post-experiencing a panic attack. I find that um, writing lists and things like that really help me when I really need to get things done because it's really satisfying crossing them off the list or pressing the little dot on my reminders on my phone. Um, Yeah, that really helps me. Um, We're just going to take a quick break for now and I'm going to get into the next little thing um, before we um, wind up this episode. All right. Okay, and we are back. Um, I'm now just going to get into a few of the things that I find helpful during um, the times that I'm really stressed. Um, So as I've probably said before above is talking to others and spending more quality time with family. Um, We've been talking a fair bit about psychologists or going to therapy. Seeing a psychologist really helps me. Um, going to the gym and or going walking to get rid of the build-up of stress Um, especially when I may be procrastinating Um, helps me not to feel so jittery and helps me clear my mind so I can focus because I can get really unfocused really quickly when it comes to things Um, 
envisioning a happy place. When I'm really stressed or I think that I'm about to have a panic attack or whatever it may be, I like to envision myself in a happy place. So whether that's closing my eyes, whatever it may be, if I am feeling really overwhelmed or struggling to get back to sleep, especially, um, I envision a happy place or somewhere I'd like to be right at that time, right at that moment, and I breathe and focus on that place. And I really try and really just focus on that place. Um, reading a good book and drinking a nice cup of tea, that always really helps and I love doing that so it's always great um journaling when I'm really under the pump I'm not the best journaler I'm not a frequent journaler either but I try I try to implement it more but in saying so I do it the most when I'm feeling very overwhelmed and very under the pump I'll be like right let's whip out this pen and paper um wearing comfortable clothes I feel like that's really good because you know when you're not feeling the best or you just want to be able to sit and focus on your breathing or just sit in that and but being able to do so in nice comfy clothes is key um I tend to keep myself I actually tend to keep to myself during these times or to my family um I try to put myself a little out of my comfort zone and sometimes push myself to do other activities if I'm being too much of a hermit but usually during these times I like to um, keep to myself Um, I also try to focus on the trigger and try to understand the trigger so I know how to either manage it or remove it which is really important so if you are having a panic attack or you're really stressed finding out what the focal point is trying to figure out what the trigger is is really important so you can implement things to either remove it or to manage it so if you can't remove it if you physically can't remove it um then learning how to manage it but if you can remove it best do uh like i've said before i watch light-hearted shows or movies um i listen to my headphones a lot (laughs) i lost my um airpods at my uh, right away a gym uh, a while ago now and my best friend knows this I've been really sad without them because I've had to use my headphones which I love my headphones so much but I feel like depending on what you're doing there's a time and a place for them and it's not every single time that you go to listen to it especially if you want to go for a run you don't really want your headphones bobbing up and down well some people might like to have headphones like that but I like to wear my airpods then or like I don't know certain exercises in the gym and stuff like that so I've been really so sad although I ordered a new pair of airpods yesterday and I'm really excited because they're supposed to be arriving tomorrow um and my gosh just listening to anything is my pure joy and I love to do it so I'm so excited to get my airpods back um but yeah sad story I don't know I think it was with one of my friends and we went to the gym together and I must have just put them, popped them down on the floor or on a bench or something and I haven't seen them since. I tried to do that. Apparently you can uh, find your AirPods. Like I tried to do that on my phone and the last place I checked they were at right away. But when I went back, I think someone stole them. So if you are listening and you have stolen my AirPods, um, please bloody return them. Um, I've been missing them. <laughs> um... And last but not least, um, doing potty episodes I love because I get to talk about 
important subjects that I'm passionate about. So whenever I can try and fit it in, which I love to try and fit them in, and I really want to talk about conversations like this and I really want to advocate for mental health and for health in general and body image and body dysmorphia and all those types of things because they're so important and they're things that not a lot of people have conversations about um and as I'm going along on my nursing journey obviously I'm going to share that as well obviously I can share the stuff that I'm allowed to obviously I won't be sharing into detail or anything like that because it is my job and I love my job and I don't want to lose it um but it all kind of intertwines and interlinks so I'm really passionate about what I've got to say which is why I'm doing what I'm doing but I hope you guys are enjoying it um but yeah so this is now the end of the episode um I'm really excited to continue doing episodes like this. I feel like this one has been a good one, um, but I'm really keen to do um, an episode. If you would like, I might even put a poll on a bit later on once I've released this episode of what you'd like to hear. If you would really like to hear um, stuff about, you know, how you can find a good psychologist and all that type of things, um, DM me on Instagram on the talking body.health I think account yes um which would be great and then I think I might dive a little bit deep into what it is that I do as a nurse and I'll I'll do like an ongoing like every week or every time I do an episode I'll update you on what I've done for the week um at work um and that'll be cool and that'll be interesting and yeah I'm keen I'm keen to update you guys and I'm keen to continue on with this journey but yes anyway thank you guys for listening for another week i hope you will listen in next week too all right bye